Hello world, Shelly Rocher here and welcome to the show. Today's special guest is Gunther Mueller. He is an optimal physical and mental health strategist and has spent the better part of the last decade working closely with over 300 medical professionals in a variety of specialties, assisting them in bringing life-changing therapies to their patients that help them feel young, healthy, and vibrant again. Gunther delivers the education, insights, understanding, and sometimes complex information in simple, easy-to-understand conversation that inspires people to act and change and take charge of their own life now. Today, Gunther is extremely excited to be sharing the revolutionary magnetic mind method that is taking the personal development movement by storm so that his clients can learn how to turn thoughts into things and become conscious creators so that they can live a life that they absolutely love. Gunther, welcome to the show. Hey, Shelly, thanks so much for having me on as a guest. I'm super excited to have this conversation with you, uh, really uh, inspiring people to take action to finally create a life that they love instead of kind of beating their head against the wall or going up against that glass ceiling. Uh, I'm going to share today with you some five practical steps to really understand creation and manifestation and how to actually manifest things in your life. Oh, wonderful. I know our audience will love that. It's probably why they tuned in today because that'll be in the title and it's the name. So we definitely go through, a lot of human beings go through life very unconsciously, getting our needs met unconsciously, not consciously making decisions about what we do and what we don't want. So tell us a little bit about your story and what brought you to this before we sort of get into the, uh, the lessons for today. Yeah, so even starting off as a little kid, I always was conscious that I was kind of a truth seeker. I always mm. wanted to know what was behind the curtain, you know, what it's like here, how to optimize or maximize. That's why I'm an optimal health strategist today, because let's face it, aging kind of sucks. And if there's, <laughs> if there's a way you can do something to have that vitality and that health mm -hmm. in your physical body. So, you know, I grew up middle class in Queens, New York, got out of there real quick. I was a skier, went to college in Colorado, studied, you know, I did what the world expected of me. I got good grades. Yes. I did all the right stuff. But even at the end of college, I was still not inspired about anything that I had learned so far. So I did some commercial fishing. I, I've been, I've been an entrepreneur for 30 years now, basically, uh, reinventing myself every six, seven years, mm -hmm. uh, been in the food industry, the coffee industry, the solar industry, most recently for the last decade or so, uh, helping physicians do hormone optimization, nutritional optimization, just oh, okay. on that vitality and health side of really treating the root cause as to why the body shows up with symptoms as we mm, age. So I like whole, that philosophy. Yeah, it's a whole nother story. But in, in those travels and in all those experiences, what I came to was, you know, this thing we have here, our mind is truly the most powerful asset we have. And in the midst of that, our imagination is something that we disregard a lot of times, or we're even criticized for, quote, being a daydreamer or, you know, imagining things. And we've been kind of taught in our world that, you know, whatever's worth having, you have to work hard for, you have to sacrifice yeah, you know, we got this thing called burnout going on mm -hmm. in our culture. And especially in the last year and a half, a lot of stresses, you know, in the health space or in finance jobs. And even now, right now in the current time, a lot of people having to make decisions about their employment or, yes. you know, what they're going to do next. So this overwhelming stress, fear, anxiety, depression, sometimes 
Um, I think the most important thing for people to understand right now is really how to create your active experience, how to create this thing we call reality. And I'm not going to bore everybody with the four decades of quantum physical science. You can read that with great authors like Joe Dispenza or Bruce Lipton. Len McTaggart wrote the book, The Field. Mm -hmm. I mentioned that just because I, I don't want anybody to think this is my opinion. Okay. I've always done evidence-based stuff. There's science, there's experiments, literally over the last 40 years, it's overwhelming evidence now that this is the way the universe is set up, that our mental capacity is so powerful. And I'm gonna sum it up in a thing that we need to reclaim our power to choose. Mm -hmm. I think okay. that's been lost in society big time. They put us on a, a path, especially mm -hmm. coming a post-war in the 50s and 60s, and everyone's got a job and women can stay home and raise their kids if they want to, but the man goes to work and you retire at 65 and it's pay off the house here, do this here, have babies by here. And I'm thrilled. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to see that walking out the window. Yeah. Life is individual and it's just not working for a lot of people now. Third generation, they're looking, they have raised their heads over. I do have great understanding and uh, cause I'm a history buff there was consequences and actions and results of that time frame, but we've moved past that now with life and technology, but we kept the attitudes, which led to the eight. I talk about this so much, the eighties, nineties with the women can do it all. And the, and the multitasking. And it's like, no, <laughs> we yeah. really need to make choices and then focus on what we really want out of life. So someone like you is just such a gift to be teaching that to the world. Yeah, because we've been we've been taught all of our life to be in what I'm going to call the problem solving reality. All okay. Right? And as we discussed before the show real quick, when I ask people, mostly, you know, new clients and people that I run across, if I ask the question, what do you want? What do you really want in life? The number one answer I get is, I don't know. That shocked me. Yeah. <laughs> we even spoke. I was like, seriously. Yeah. And it's because we, we know much better what it is we don't want. Mm. We are focused in the problem solving reality. Look, the, the human condition is very simple. We, we try to avoid pain and we seek pleasure. Yes. And there's probably three buckets in life that are the most important where most of the dilemmas or the problems or the dramas show up is in the area of money. Mm -hmm. It's in the area of love and relationships mm -hmm. and it's in the area of health. And there might be a fourth bucket, I'm just going to call miscellaneous, but money, love, and health are really the three major things. And that's where we find stress and anxiety and, you know, uncomfortableness, and we wish it was different in those areas. Right. And so we've been taught to solve the problem. Even our basic goal setting programs teach you to do that, where you say, this is what I want. And then you immediately have to figure out the five to 10 steps and put dates on it. And this is the way you set goals. And this is how you mm -hmm. achieve quote unquote success in your life. Well, the date goes by, you don't achieve the goal. So now you have another reason to pick up a stick and beat yourself over the head because you obviously were not capable to achieve that goal. And so then yeah. the cycle becomes a very negative spiral where we just give up sometimes mm -hmm. in creating what we want, or I want to use it attracting what we want. And what we need to do is step out of that problem solving reality and step into what I'm going to call the creator stance. We need to remember who we are. We are creative beings mm -hmm. at the root of who we are. And I think that's probably the most important question that people need to ask themselves is who am I? 
you know, to have an answer to that question. Now it could be yes. a myriad of individualized answers, but you need an answer. Okay. You need to, you need to be able to answer that question for yourself. And the question that comes after who am I is what do I want? Mm-hmm. What do I want? Because your power in the present moment is to choose that which you would love to experience that which you would just want for no other reason than you just want it. And this is refreshing, new and different also because- And I don't have to justify it to myself or the world. That's right. Because that's you how people to... roll. They're like, yeah. I, I shouldn't want that. You don't have to tell a story. And that leads into, you know, I shoulda, woulda, coulda, whatever, right? How about for a second, we take the stance that I can want what I want just mm-hmm. because I want it. And I don't need someone else's permission or approval. I don't need to check with my, all my friends on social media. I don't need to get their opinion first as to what they're going to like or approve of, or they're going to mm-hmm. make me think I'm crazy for wanting what I want. We have to get back to this place where we are in touch with that small voice that's inside of our own head, because there's so many messages. There's so much chaos. There's so much confusion coming at us that we are reacting and responding to this stimulus 99% of the time. That's right. I've had, I've heard that so many times in the books I've read and listened to some of these doctors that deal in this area is the stimulus that we're always in reaction mode versus action mode and choice mode. Again, it's just back to that choice again. So do you want to tell us how manifestation works? You want to touch on that a little bit, or is there someplace else you want, where you want to start with that? Because a lot of people just find it very woo woo. (laughs) It is, it is kind of woo-woo, but like I said, the evidence and the science is there. And it goes back to an experiment in which a quantum physicist who is about to work on a particle, and you know, they have strange mm-hmm. names, quarks, electrons, neutrons, yeah. all this kind of stuff, right? Sub, sub, sub atomic particles. What they found was that the particle doesn't show up until the observer has the intention to observe it. Now, just let that sink in for a second. I'm trying. <laughs> The particle does not exist until the observer intends to observe the particle, work with the particle, accelerate the particle. So this is what they found. This is way back in 2001. Okay. So we're 20 years into this after this experiment. Okay. And so what that means, it falls in line with what Albert Einstein taught us is that there's only two things in the universe. There is information Mm -hmm. and there's energy. So information, let's call it that thing that you want. It's an intention. It's what I would love to experience for no other reason than I would just love to experience it. No story to tell, no rationalization, no excuse as to why you want it. I just want it because I want it. Imagine that for a second. I just want it because I want it. When you have that intention and then you put energy, which I'm going to call emotion next to it. Okay. You combine the two. Emotion is that getting into the feeling of what it would be like to already have it, to already possess it. And this is a critical understanding in creation is that many of us say, well, I'll be this way when I have that. I will (laughs) be abundant. I'll be a generous person. I'll be all that when I have $100,000 in the bank or when Mm -hmm. I have 10 million in the bank or whatever it is. That has to happen first in order for me to be the way I desire to be. Mm -hmm. And creation is exactly the opposite around. We need to be it now in order to see it in the three-dimensional field. Yes. Okay. And the other thing I'm going to suggest here is that everything that has ever been created was created twice. Once in the imagination 
and once in the three-dimensional world. This is your right. clothes, your car, your house, um, your computer equipment, whatever it is. Anything that has been created in the physical world was first created in the imagination mm -hmm. and put down on paper as a blueprint and team of smart people assembled to actually create it in the world. And then it got produced as a product. And the guy that I like to think about sometimes is Steve Jobs when he came up with the iPod and he said, look, a thousand songs in your pocket. He didn't know how that was going to happen at the time. He may have had an inkling and an idea, mm -hmm. but that was his vision. That was his choice. That was his desire. He mm -hmm. wanted to create something that was the coolest thing ever. Because at that time, we were carrying around cassette tapes and discs and Walkmans and Discmans. And, and most of the world probably thought that was an impossibility. Mm -hmm. But the truth about the quantum physical world is we live in a field of infinite, infinite possibilities. Mm -hmm. So that means that the possibility of having a thousand songs in your pocket was possible because someone could envision it. Someone could exactly. see it in their mind. They, they didn't know exactly how it was going to come together, but they could see the end result of someone having that ability. And so it's the same thing for us. We have to use this imagination to envision and get a clear mental picture of what it is we actually want. Mm -hmm. What do we want or, you know, how would we experience abundance? And abundance to me simply is having more than enough. Right. Doesn't have to be about money necessarily, does it? It's yeah. your needs are met and you have what you want without justification. I love, I just have to repeat that because I love have, that part. <laughs> yeah, you just have more than enough. And I want, you, I want you to think about breathing for a second. Have you ever thought if there was going to be enough air today? We never wake up in the morning wondering if there's going to be enough air to breathe today. No, exactly. Well, what if money or finance could be like that? What if, what if money was like air? Mm -hmm. What if there was just enough? What if there was just more than enough for you to consume? That would be an amazing experience, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if we choose that experience and we focus on that experience, guess what this quantum physical infinite field will do? It will create the circumstances and the conditions and the people and the opportunities and everything that goes along with creating that experience for you because you are a creative being. And as your intention and your emotion exercised long enough, and I, I love to bring this in here now, people say, well, how long does it take? How long does it take <laughs> to get what I want? I'm going to inject the words as soon as possible. Okay. Because we, we live in a microwave world. We want instantaneous results all the time yes well you've created your identity over decades probably everybody listening here is maybe 20 30 40 50 60 years old right so there's decades of living life in a particular groove or living in a particular rut so it may take a little while for your consciousness or your connection to what i'm going to call super conscious mm -hmm. right we have three levels of memory three levels of mind conscious unconscious or subconscious and your super conscious self. Some people call that the higher self, the soul. Mm, okay. You know, that, that there's a million names for it. I'm going to call okay. it super conscious. Okay. It takes a while to rebuild, let's say this relationship with your super conscious so that it becomes responsive to your mm -hmm. desire. It becomes responsive to your request. This is what I mean by turning thoughts into things, because there's three places where we will find ourselves and that is stuck meaning mm -hmm. nothing's changing groundhog day, you know, same crap, different day, nothing's mm -hmm. changing. Right. 
Second place, which is where I found myself as I explored this material and really learned how to practically apply this quantum physical theory into my life is oscillating. Oscillating feels like three steps forward, two steps back, one mm -hmm. step forward, half step back, where you're able to move, you're able to create things, but you can't hold on to it. It's like things slip out of your fingers, you create something and then it just kind of vaporizes, goes away, but nothing seems to stick. The reason oscillating happens is because your identity is laced with some self-sabotaging identities, ideas like I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm not capable, I'm insignificant, I'm not perfect enough, I don't belong. So if the identity- and Is that our self-subconscious mind that does that? Yeah, this is, okay. this is the Sorry. program that's running. And, and, and we created that program not because we're not smart people or we're bad or there's something broken. The other message I want to give you is you're not broken. There's nothing to fix. Thank you. It's and a huge is, part of this podcast. Yeah. You are okay. <laughs> yeah. You're not broken. And, and this is my beef with the personal development industry is that it keeps you coming back to fix some aspect of you that I have to fix this thing in order to have what I want. I need to improve it, refine it, evolve, enlighten mm -hmm. myself or something like that to finally get what I want. And I'm here to tell you, you're not broken. There's nothing to fix. You already possess everything that you need to create the life that you love. You just need to become aware of practically how this creation process works. Mm -hmm. So over a lifetime, we've created some of these self-sabotaging programs in our unconscious thinking. And the unconscious is 95% of what's creating the reality that you experience every day. Our conscious mind is only 5%. You know, we get, we get bombarded with 40 million bits of information per second. So 40 million bits coming in and only able to process 40 bits a second. So this is where the reticular activating system in the brain is a huge filter. It filters out everything that is not in the field of your focus. Okay doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. It doesn't mean that it's not there. It's just, you're not sensing it. You're not aware of it. Otherwise you'd be an overload, like complete overload, right? Our right. focus is so critical in determining what gets through that filter or what we're sending back through that filter is very important in manifesting what we would love to experience. Okay. So we created the self-sabotaging programs in order to survive. So there's imagine, survival mechanisms then that totally. we just brought with us Yep, from because caveman as days. As, as soon as you come out into the world, right? You're, you're in the womb, you're having a five-star Ritz-Carlton experience, right? And you get popped out into this world and immediately you have to figure out what is it like here? How do I get what I want? How do I get food? How do I get love, right. affection, a safe place to sleep? How do I get my diaper changed because I'm uncomfortable? <laughs> you have to figure this stuff out. What do I need to yeah. do in order to get what I want? And then there's pain involved because mm -hmm. sometimes it doesn't work out the way you want. So you have to switch a different strategy. So you've created all these strategies in order to survive. And what happens when we get into the adult life, many times it's the five-year-old version of ourselves that made these choices and decisions that's actually running the show today. It's still at the helm, still driving the, the train. Driving okay, the train. that is frightening. when you. Because let's face it, we've all, if we've raised children or you've been around them, a five-year-old is fantastic for temper tantrums and, mm -hmm. and just blazing forward to do anything to make sure they get the candy or whatever, get whatever they want in life. Yeah. 
the average child is told no 300 times a day. Exactly. Okay. And so, so we take that with us then? Well, that's where you made choices and decisions about what it's like here. I want this, but I can't have it. I keep being told no. I must not be good enough for it. I must not be lovable. And I must not be worthy to have what I want. I must be mm. insignificant, which is why I play small. I don't play big. Maybe I'm not capable. Capable shows up in the person that can't get out of school, always needs another degree, another thing. I'm not ready yet. Or the perfectionist is I can't do it yet. I can't go yet because it's not it's not absolutely perfect yet. Right. So they're aim, aim, aim. And no one ever fires. I heard that it was special once and I thought that was so funny. (laughs) Right. So this should explain a little bit to our listeners here today as to why sometimes we want what we want, but we can't seem to quite get it. We can't get over the hump. We can't get through the glass ceiling. We get close to it. And that's where, because the identity has been formed. And once you step away from the identity, there's like a rubber band around it. And Mm -hmm. you get out too far, the psychological tension becomes so strong, boom, it snaps you right back. So what has to happen is the identity actually needs to shift so that it becomes in congruent alignment with a different reality. And then the third place where we'd love to be is a place called flow. Everybody's experienced a flow state. It's where like time stops and you you just lose track. You're just in this flow state and you're just, you're so enthralled with what it is you're doing. Athletes experience this all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, our Olympic athletes and people like that breaking world records, they've used their imagination probably more than 50% of the time. They have seen themselves winning. I've heard that. Yeah. They practice in their mind. They have gotten into that emotion of that end result. They see that gold medal being hung around their neck. They see that audience erupting and cheering and clapping, you know, for their accomplishment. They've been in that place many, many times before they actually experience it live. Right. And this is the essence of what I mean by you. We need to be it now in order to see it. We need to exercise this muscle we have called imagination. Mm -hmm. We need to be clear on what it is we would love to create. We need to get into that emotion of the end result. Okay. And then I'm going to get into what we call a magnetic mind recode. Okay. Where we're just going to download an update to that unconscious program. Because the way the personal development movement's been doing it for a long time, and I'm not saying people don't get any benefit out of it. They do, but it's Mm -hmm. kind of the slow train to China. We've been going from the conscious mind, trying to change the subconscious program. And this is positive mental attitude, affirmations. How many times have you done an affirmation where there's this voice in your head says, come on, you know, you're full of BS. (laughs) You know, that's not true, but yet through willpower or motivation, you keep doing it. And the truth is willpower and motivation only lasts so long. All you got to do is look at new year's resolutions. Exactly. They, they last about two weeks and then they're gone. I always say by February 14th, we're eating chocolate. Okay. So, <laughs> Perfect. So the conscious way trying to do it through the conscious mind can work. It does work. It takes a long time to change that subconscious program. When we go to the super conscious side of our being, See, superconscious is this aspect of you that never sleeps. It's been there in every event, every okay. emotion, every situation. It is connected to infinite knowledge. It knows all things. It is all things. Okay. It's connected into this quantum infinite physical field. It's an individuation is what you are of this infinite field. 
So that's what I mean by you already possess everything that you need, all knowledge, all wisdom, all information, everything that you need, you already have access to. The thing is, we haven't been taught, we haven't been trained how to actually ask for what we want. No. And I've been, this has been my last year of homework was connecting to my higher self. And let me tell you, 20 years ago, when I was doing real estate investments, I would have really have liked that connection to have been stronger. (laughs) Not that we did bad things, but it would have just relieved a lot of stress when I just kept thinking, you're always questioning yourself, are we doing the right thing? Is this the right move? Is this the right time to sell the right time to buy? And if I could have just had a little more peace and I've used it so much now, my husband, who is not into some of this stuff, will actually come to me and say, have you checked in? Right. Oh, <laughs> yes. Let me get right on that, honey. And I'll get right back to you. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. there's a lot of peace in my life now around that. That's, that's, that's the end result we're looking for, right? Being in a flow state, being able to check in with who you are, what your true choice, what your true desire is. So going to the superconscious realm is the easier way, the less struggle way to mm. get what it is you want. It's time to get off the struggle bus. Okay. okay. And finally manifest, get the results that we want in our life in those various areas, love, money, health, whatever it is, not by focus on focusing on fixing the problem that we observe, mm-hmm but by actually choosing what it is we would love to experience. So in health, let's say, you know, the last year and a half, we've been focused on how not to get infected, infected, right? right? Am I wearing my mask? Am I protecting myself and my social distancing? Because I don't want to get sick. I don't want to get sick. See, I know what I don't want. I don't want to get sick. Well, when you focus on that potentiality, guess what grows? Sickness sickness unfortunately you focus on the idea i don't want to be broke i don't want to be homeless i don't want to you know whatever that financial realm is guess what grows when you focus on um let's say the negatives in a particular relationship wishing that some person was different or it was this or it was that and how am i going to fix this and how am i going to manipulate that situation what do i have to do you know, what do I have to fix about myself to get what I want, to have it be the way I want? That's just going to continue to grow the present problem. Yes. So we need to step out and say, okay, what is the experience that I'd actually love to have? Well, in relationship, let's say with a significant other, I want, I would love to have the experience of intimacy, of peace, of calmness, of, you know, living life with a best friend, let's say. So that experience, you have to get clear on what it is you want. Again, in finance or money, it's the abundance factor or financial freedom. And what does it feel like to actually have that now? What What would it be like? Who would I be if that was already so? You see, imagine. Yes imagining what you would be like, the choices that you would make, the belief system that you would have to have in order to be that future version of yourself. But we need to experience it now. If only in our imagination, that's Mm -hmm. where it starts. Because again, to create it in the three-dimensional world, we need to create it here first. I just, yes. And I just love that there's people out there out there like you and that have now studied this. I was lucky enough to have a few nuggets growing up. And my father would say, because again, back to just being religious, if you can't tithe on a dollar, Shelly, you're not going to tithe on a million. So it was a discipline, but it was also an acceptance that being the person that you want to be starts very tiny. 
Yep. And it's something I never think about. People will say, do you still literally tithe? And I'm like, it's not even in my conscious mind anymore. Even myself, it just happens automatically. It doesn't matter how things have grown. Just mm-hmm. like even being a single mom, I just saw my business being successful and think we were going to be okay. Not to say there weren't tough times, but I've come across people in that poverty mentality. And I just think, my gosh, you don't even give yourself any room to hope for something better, let alone actually manifesting it. And it wasn't until that exact friend many years ago said to me, I know you're, because when I got sick and my, my listeners all know I have quite chronic fibromyalgia and life changed very drastically for us. She says, you know, if anyone can manage this, it's going to be you. She says, because I've never seen you do without. I've just mm. never seen you. Yes, there was a bit of growth during that and a little learning, but it's, she wasn't wrong that was sort of just a fundamental basis of who I am. The fact that people like you now are studying it and can put like verbiage and method to it so we can share the message is such a gift. It's so amazing. Yeah. One, one thing that I want to address that you just said is this word, this word called better, right? So a lot of times we look at the current reality, we look at our life and we immediately put a judgment on the current reality that what I want is better than the way it is now. Mm -hmm. And I'd like everybody listening to substitute the word better with the word different. Perfect. It's not that I want something better than what I have now. I would just love to experience a different experience because I have that power to choose in the present moment. I can choose something different than the way it is now. And what that does for the mind, because the third step in the magnetic mind method is to create a structural tension in the mind. The mind loves to resolve tension and it always takes the path of least resistance to do so. (laughs) So what I mean by tension is creating a view. Imagine you're an airplane flying at 30, 40,000 feet and you just have a real lay of the land. You need to have that view of your life, of the circumstances, just what's going on and you become an observer, just noticing the way it is now. Mm -hmm. You just see it for just not in a judgmental way that it's bad or it's terrible, or I can't stand this anymore, but back up and be an observer and just see what is. When you do that, you can create a contentment with the way it is now, especially when you're resting in this power position of being able to choose something different. Mm -hmm. So then we use the imagination to get crystal clear on what it is we would love to have and what that would feel like. And we create a tension between the way it is now Mm -hmm. and the way we'd love it to be the way it is now, the way I'd love it to be. And the mind and superconscious sees that differential and superconscious can also see the resistance in the middle, which is this sabotaging program many times that has been established This is the resistance. This is the blockage. This is the identity structure. Mm -hmm. You see, success is not personal. This is why you're not broken. Success is completely structural. What do you mean? What I mean is it's a relationship between the way it is now Mm -hmm. and the way you'd love it to be. And from that observer standpoint, you're just noticing what is. Okay. Becoming really clear on a different experience that you would love to have. And you go to that super conscious side of yourself and say, look, do you see the resistance that's in the way of me having the experience that I would love to have? Mm, Okay. 
Okay. And superconscious, of course, says, yeah, I've been with you all your life. I know it's in the way. I know exactly. And this is the beauty of it, why we don't need to go fix ourselves. A lot of times we think, well, I need to go heal some past situation. Or I need to forgive some past situation. Or I need to deal with something that was in the past. I'm here to tell you, you don't. You just need to choose what you want. Yes. What looks different. Mm -hmm. Just to go back to the word better, it creates a judgment about the life you're living now, doesn't it? Yes. And, and that's creates, not serving us. No, because okay. it creates this energetic attachment that what's now is bad. What's now is unwanted. What's now is right. not good. And I want something better. You don't want to create that chasm. You, you want to have a, a contentment and you do that by choosing it. I'm, I'm okay with the way it is now. I'm just okay with it. I don't have to love it. Although you could choose to love certain aspects of your life right now in this moment, you can mm -hmm. choose to love your life. It's a choice. And simultaneously desire something different. Perfect. Okay. See, it's the simultaneousness of it. I'm okay with the way it is now. I can love my life right now. I can find something every day to love in my life and move through my life to be it now, to experience loving my life right now, yet desire a different experience. It doesn't make the present moment wrong or unacceptable right. or unwelcomed or bad. So it's two sides of that coin. I'm content with the way it is now just because I choose to be. Mm -hmm. And I'm also simultaneously choosing a different experience in money and love and health. I choose what it is I want. And I'm, I'm drawing that in just like the Starship Enterprise with a tractor beam. <laughs> You know, if, if you look out into space and you see the billions of stars that are out there, your true choice is one of those stars and you're actually choosing it and you are bringing it into your present moment experience. This is the information and the energy actually collapsing the quantum physical field into your reality. Excellent. Right. And that's, that's how it happens. Learning as well that everything's not linear was a real big thing for me as, as well. And, you know, to, to go back, we were chatting before the thing about the football I was watching with my husband. All three of these major quarterbacks are all retired. They all said exactly the same thing as what you mentioned a few minutes ago. As they got more mature, they were they were commenting on this young new quarterback that was stepping in because someone was injured and he had just happy feet. He wouldn't stay in the pocket and he was doubting himself and they lost the game clearly. They said, as we got older, everything slowed down for us because mm. we saw it now. We had practice enough that we saw the play in our head. We saw the possibilities and we stayed put. Our feet are on the ground. The team's doing what they're supposed to be doing. I have a job and it's to stay here and get that ball to someone that can receive it. Mm -hmm. But they all said the same thing when they were younger. That wasn't there. They could totally relate to what this poor young quarterback, this QB was doing, right. but they all right. said, you know, we hit our mid thirties. We've been in the industry for this long. Everything slows down. And when I had, I was joking about the, uh, the air thing, when I stopped breathing, when I inhaled this thing, everything slowed down for me. And it was interesting because one of the things I've really practiced is to understanding that time is like, I don't know, a lake or an ocean. It's, it's infinite and it goes in every direction. My memories, I can bring them forward and relive them right this moment. It's kind of a Joe Dispenza thing, which I really appreciate. Mm -hmm. And it helps me not to feel like I'm missing out yep. or that time has left me behind. Because we, especially women, I, I do have to say this for my female listeners, we look in the mirror every day going, really? What, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> but my spirit doesn't age. And like you say, and we're going to go to your next point is, I want what I want. I don't care. 55 or 25. 
I want amazing experiences and I still want to attract them and watching sometimes this elder generation that is just stuck in their, on their treadmill and then dementia, Alzheimer's, and they're missing out on some of their best years because there was no change. And I believe part of that is because of that. They accept an inevitability that I am simply not willing to. Was that, would that be sort of in alignment? We have so many mythological truths in our culture, like, oh, you're not a spring chicken anymore. Right. When you hit 30, everything changes. (laughs) You know, 40 is the new 30 or there's all these things that we believe about things because, and we believe it because somebody said it. Yes. And so, and then somebody else said it and somebody else said it. And so we just think it's true. So the aches and pains and the physical experience that we have in our body, look, if you're surrounded by people that are dealing with heart disease or they're dealing with diabetes or they're dealing with dementia and Alzheimer's, you know, that reality can seep in mm-hmm. it's, it's the thought of, okay, I'm, you know, what's next, what, what's going to affect me instead yes. of choosing optimal health and vitality as your true choice and focusing on, you know, just because that is happening to everybody else is no evidence that it has to happen to me. Perfect. But if you're in the problem solving reality of saying, how am I going to avoid getting dementia? Cause that would really suck to have that. And I don't yep. want to go that way. And you're in the problem solving reality, keeping dementia away from you. Guess what you're attracting. You're focusing on it. Yes. And that's very much where I, I was suffering a couple of years back, watching my family go through it, going, this could be genetic. This is genetic. And what if, what if no, 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 no. <laughs> you need to choose the reality you would love to experience. So I'm just going to recap the choices, right? Okay. Step one is you got mm-hmm. to have a true choice. Okay. The way you know that you're in a true choice is that it's not a stepping stone onto something else. It is a true end result. It's a desired reality that you would love to have for no other reason than you want it. Okay. okay? And I don't have to justify it. And I don't have to justify it. I just yep. want it. I just okay. want it because I want it. Step two. Second step is we're going to get into that emotion of that end result, exercising our imagination. We need to be it now in order to see it. We need to feel it. I mean, down to your fingertips and your toes and just could be emotional. You know, you feel it in your body, every cell of your body. That's how much the imagination can do for you is to be it now as though it's already created because the truth is that possibility already exists and you can experience it here before you experience it here. Perfect. Third step then is just to create that structural tension. You're just going to notice the way it is now and the way I'd love it to be. Notice it now the way I'd love it to be. Once you have that structural tension in the mind, we go into step four, which is a recode from the superconscious self. We're going to download a new program to this unconscious program. We're not going to throw the whole thing out. We're not throwing the baby out with the bathwater or anything. We're just going to make an update, just kind of like Windows 10 gets updates every (laughs) once in a while. And how do we go about that? You do that with the help of a coach, okay? okay? at least in the beginning, but you can learn this for yourself for the rest of your life. You can learn to do this recode. This is building this relationship with your superconscious to say, this is the way it is now. This is the way I'd love it to be. Mm-hmm. Do you see the resistance? And the resistance falls in areas of alignment, events, emotions, secondary intentions, family history can be pushed through up to seven generations. And so what a coach does for you, I was going to say, I'm thinking a coach is a really good plan after those, that list. (laughs) Look, you, you can't see what you can't see. So it helps a lot of times. I mean, talk about a Tom Brady. I mean, how many coaches has he had in his life? Right. Or, you know, uh, Tiger Woods, how many coaches has Tiger Woods had in his life? Uncountable that Mm -hmm. have 
been able to look at his swing, his stance and say, okay, Tiger, do this or do that. And then boom, he's the greatest golfer in the world. So how do you get to this place sooner than later of mm -hmm. learning to manifest the things that you want? It's by getting a little bit of help, at least for a little while, okay. so that you learn how to do this. You become conscious of this relationship with your superconscious, and you learn to do this recoding process. Then the fifth step is we need to take obvious aligned action. This is where the secret and the law of attraction kind of drop the ball a little bit because a lot of people think they can manifest a Ferrari in their garage by sitting in lotus position on their couch in their living room. And how come the Ferrari doesn't show up? Yes, exactly. Because it doesn't work that way. Exactly. Okay, explain, explain how the fifth step works, because I always do that with spirituality versus religion. You know, yeah. you're going to pray over the dead plant and the other person waters it. <laughs> it's like, that's there you go. like, yeah, See, I'm a big a on the waterer. That's an obvious action. If you want a healthy garden, you're going to have to take the obvious action of watering it, of fertilizing it, of feeding, yes. of planting in the first place and taking the weeds away. And there's obvious actions that are just obvious. They're just things that you have to do. So you have to be in momentum. You have to be moving towards the true choice, that true end result. And nothing speaks louder to this infinite field, to your super conscious self, that you're serious about that desire. Okay. Okay. Action. So it knows whether you're truly serious about this. It understands if it's a whim or it's not serious. It's just a fleeting wish. I'm talking about a true choice, something right. you really, really would love to experience. Again, abundance love and relationships, could be relationship with your employer, relationship with your kids, relationship with your spouse, whatever it is, all relationships and interests of love and things like that. And then health, of course, because not having optimal health is really going to change your experience in life when you're- And it affects all those other things you just mentioned as well. It's a full-on carryover. So that's why I like to say, look, my overarching um, directional choice is I choose to live a life that I love. Mm -hmm. And I'm very clear about what are the ingredients of that life. Just like if you were going to bake a chocolate cake, right. I need flour, I need sugar, I need chocolate, I need this, I need that. If I don't have those ingredients, well, it's not a very tasty chocolate cake and it's not even worth making. So this is where you said it earlier when we started the show is to create life intentionally, to create it consciously, not unconsciously reacting to circumstances and people and situations and all this kind of stuff, but actually choosing, hey, what would a life that I love actually look like? Mm. I, I like to use the analogy of my perfect average week. So what am, what am I doing on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, right. Saturday, Sunday, that I would feel like I am living a life that I just love. Now, only you can determine the ingredients of that life that you love. And you yes. can't answer me when I say, what do you want? You can't say, I don't know. Because if you don't know, how the heck are you going to create it? Exactly. Good point. And, you know, my initial just with some things that were going on in our lives recently was I just don't want to be so frantic. Problem is, again, it takes this takes practice. I take it. it, it can yes. I say that? It's yes, it, it has in my life. It's like, no, I want peace and flow. Doesn't mean things aren't going to interrupt me. But I've spent the last year in COVID for some people, it affected so many people so differently. I just hit the ground running, took courses, overwhelmed myself and kept asking for less stress. Mm -hmm. So that's all it kept arriving. 
it's been one heck of a year. So glad to see the end of it, to be quite honest. And I don't mean the end of the experience, just to end of the negative thinking of Shelley. I am now into this fall going, yeah, a perfect week for me looks like this. And there is flow and there is time to do things. And if someone interrupts me, hey, I actually, yes, I can sit down and help you with that. There was just none of that last year. It just seems like roller coaster just kept going around and around. Yeah. And so it's, you know, choosing to have time with working out or doing the mm-hmm. things if you love to read or you love to spend time with your best friend or lover or whatever it is, right? Yeah. To choose it. And what will come up immediately is your egoic mind. Okay. <laughs> that that aspect of that conscious mind, the egoic mind that will say, come on, you know, that's not reality. You know, you can't have that. You've tried to, you tried that before and it didn't work out and your whole family, you were embarrassed and you, you went for something you wanted and it didn't work out. Believe me, this voice is strong. It's, it's job is to maintain the status quo. Okay. Because it knows how to manage the way it is now. That's right. And it's safe. It keeps us safe. safe. And again, what's its job to keep you away from pain. Yep. It's not worried about bringing in pleasure. It's just right. mediocrity is just fine because I, I know how to manage it. Right. And that's that 5% of your conscious mind. Now you can't live without this aspect of your conscious mind because it's what does keep you safe and what protects you, feeds you, clothes you, mm-hmm. makes you find shelter. It's what protects your physical body. So people say, oh, I wish that voice would just go away. No, you don't because you mm. would die. You would die without it. Okay. It, it is what. So we keeps... don't want it to leave. What do we want out of it, Gunther? We want to recode that resistance. So there's aspects of our personality the protector, the controller, the pleaser, the wounded inner child. You know, whatever's happened in mm-hmm. our life stream has created circumstances, decisions, choices that we've made in order to survive, in order to protect ourselves. Okay. Now you're standing here in the present moment. You're saying, okay, this is my life. I want you to know that you created your life, every aspect of it. I want you to think of your life as a holographic movie where you are, you've stepped into the screen. Okay. You're the main character. (laughs) You are the producer. You're the director. You're the screenplay writer. You, you handed everybody their parts of how they interact with you and respond to you. And just like a soap opera, Sometimes people fall down an elevator shaft, never to return again. Okay. (laughs) Some people, you know, they just get written out of the script. Now their contract got canceled. So the writers have to write them out of the script in some crazy way. That's entertaining. (laughs) You're doing the same thing in your life. You, when you create, you cannot make someone else do or behave or be the way you want them to be there. the experience will either include them or it will not include them. Okay. They will either go somewhere else and there's some circumstance happens. And a lot of times we call this serendipity or we call it coincidence. or we call it different things. Oh. Truly what it is, it's creation. Okay. Your identity, your structural identity is constantly creating the active experience. When the identity shifts from I'm not good enough to I am good enough, I'm not Mm -hmm. worthy to I am worthy. And we recode the resistance just out of the way. And all we're doing is we're not fixing the resistance. We're just letting it go. Just letting it go. And super conscious helps you do that. Okay. Because it sees the way it is now Mm -hmm. and the way you'd love it to be. 
and it sees the resistance that's in the way. And you just ask Superconscious to recode this resistance. Do a, do a massive change history in the perfect way, in the perfect order. I don't need to know the details. Can you just straighten out what's crooked? Can you straighten like out what, what is not producing the result mm -hmm. that I desire in my life? Because when you're in this structural tension, one of the things we do is, okay, what does the resistance feel like to actually having that thing you desire? From where you are now, mm -hmm. there, there's a feeling of resistance or blockage or something keeping you from that true choice. And what does that feel like? It may feel like swimming upstream. It may, to some people, feel impossible. Right. Like I, I'll never get there. It's just, and so then we just go to superconscious and be like, can you shift that identity, that belief system, the definitions that have been put in place, alignment with things like I deserve, I'm not allowed. There's all these underlying things. And, and as, as a coach with my clients, what I do is I ask their superconscious mm -hmm. to look at these areas, tag things for treatment, bring them up into the active experience, and then just kind of let that, let it go, melt it away so that the identity can move into a new congruent relationship with a different reality. Not a better one, just a different just one. Just a different one. Because you're just choosing it. You're just choosing what it is you would love to experience. And that's where you tied into what you said before. You don't need to necessarily understand because the higher self has got it covered. The super con has got, got it covered. Just Tell me that you want me to get it out of your way and let me help. Cause I've kind of been watching you bang up against this for 35 years now. <laughs> so I, I was just like, well, we must be I'm, entertaining. <laughs> I've been giving you what you've been asking for. You keep mm -hmm. saying you're not good enough. I'm like, okay, I'll give you a reality that shows you're not good enough. Exactly. You keep thinking that you're not worthy or you're not accomplished enough or you're not. Okay. I'm giving you the reality that proves that to be true. Yeah. Very true. I struggled with that when I started my coaching. What in the world am I podcasting and doing this at 54? Like, are you kidding me? And I remember my coach saying, Shelly, being called to something, it didn't have a timeline of whether you're 10, 20, or 80. This is when you're alive and the job needs to get done. So get on with it. Okay. It. And yeah. I just had to accept it. I didn't yeah. have to understand it necessarily because I'm the one that's, I'm always trying to peel it all apart and understand it and clear stuff. And that has been a huge the word I'm looking for, just release in my life to say, I don't need to know. Yes. Just get it out of my way. Yes. How, I, much, I, how much less mental energy or anxiety or wondering or stress yeah. would just vaporize out of your life if you didn't need to know how. And this is, yeah. this is one of the essentials in creation also. We don't need to know how it's going to show up. Right. We repeat just that. Know, just, just repeat know that. <laughs> what, what do we want to show up specifically, clearly with intention and feeling and emotion and desire? We don't need to know how the universe is going to put that in place. The people, Excellent. the circumstances, the conditions, the opportunities that, that would create the experience that you would love to have. Yes. You don't need to know how. Now, you do need to take aligned, obvious action. Like if you're looking for Mr. or Mrs. Right, you might have to get online these days and, and be on an app, right? Right. But, but you don't have to You can't sit at out. home alone yeah. every single day and hope to meet someone. <laughs> right. That's, that's like trying to manifest the Ferrari sitting on your couch in your garage, okay? okay. You, you have to take obvious action. You have to mm -hmm. be in the game. You have to be moving in the direction of that which you say you want, 
because it's the action that speaks to this super conscious realm saying, I'm serious about that. This is what I truly would love to, you know, experience. And, and again, you're only working on maybe three or four choices at a time. You're not working okay. on 26 choices. Okay. Right? Three or four very meaningful uh, true choices to yourself. You didn't make the decision by consensus or by default or by the process of elimination or how we all choose today. Right. Reacting. No, this is a choice that you've come to that it is you, your true nature, your true being, and, and some of the predominant creative choices that are directional is things like, you know, I choose to live my true nature and purpose. I just choose it. Because a lot of people suffer with what's my meaning? What's my purpose? I don't feel right. fulfilled. What's my what passion? Yeah, what's my passion? <laughs> so make a choice to live your true nature and purpose. Just choose it. Yes. And superconscious will bring the opportunities and the circumstances that create this experience of living your true nature and purpose just by choosing it. Um, choosing to be the predominant creative force in your life. Now, notice I didn't say the only creative force in your life, but the predominant creative force. Why? Because we live in a co-created universe. Okay, good. <laughs> you're, you're creating your experience. I'm creating my experience. Yeah. All your friends, family, relatives, people you know, they're all creating their experience. And it's like a huge puzzle that needs to come together where my experience blends in with your experience. You know, why am I on your, why am I on your podcast today? Right. It's, it's not an accident. It's, not, it's a meshing. It's a meshing. Your desire, my desire to share a message like this and have this conversation, those desires have met yes. in the quantum physical field right now. The field is collapsing in this thing we call a podcast. And there's a conversation being created and that ripple will go out to ears wherever they are yeah. and they will hear this message either rejected or accepted, contemplate it or not. It's their free will. It's their choice to mm -hmm. do so. And I'm going to say sometimes to people, you might need to listen to this conversation twice because there's a lot of deep content here that may need to be processed a little bit. No, I'm a big believer of that. Drip it on yourself. Listen, mm -hmm. archive it, just keep a little tag on it. And maybe yeah. in a couple of weeks, come back. I'll do it with my audio books all the time. I go back to books for reference. It's how I raised my son. We used to joke about that. I says, I just got to drip on him. And eventually they become a, an adult and they look at you and you go, you used to, mm -hmm, yeah, I know, honey. That's what I used to teach you. That's what I've always said. And they're like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> and you're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> and I, I don't I look, think our lives are any different, really. Yeah, I look at back on my kids. I've had three amazing children that are very successful today. And I look back, okay, what did I do as a parent? I just reminded them that your choices matter. Yes. choices do have consequences. So choose wisely, mm -hmm. you know, reflect on that choice, really push it out into the future. What's it going to look like? What is your, what is the life that you would love to create actually look like? You know, I've exactly. got one son that's uh, on big tanker ships and he loves operating equipment like that and doing that kind of stuff. I got another son who's a ballet dancer in Amsterdam. Really? Yeah, oh, totally fantastic. Yes. Totally different realities. You know, and I still have a young daughter going through high school. We'll see what she manifests in her life. But it's never been, uh, oh, I need you to do this or I want you to do this or whatever. It's, you know, who are you? What do you want? Yes. And become clear on it so that you can become the magnet. That's why we call it the magnetic mind method. Instead, ah, of, you okay. instead of you chasing it, instead of you running after it, instead of yeah. you 
working hard to achieve this dream life that you want. It's why my company is called Dream Life Masters. There is a mm-hmm. mastery to creating a dream life, whatever that dream is for you. And it's intentional. And there's a very practical way to approach it. And so those five steps that I've shared with you, when you mm-hmm. learn and master those five steps, it's just rinse and repeat. Okay. It, there's, there's nothing else you need to learn. There's nothing else you need to become. There's nothing else you need outside of yourself. You don't need to be spiritual to do this. You don't need to be a good meditator to do this. There's no, because it's the first thing that comes up for people would be like, they say, <laughs> well, I'm not ready yet. I'm, I'm not ready. So do you really think there's going to be a point in time where you're ready? It's like having kids. No, (laughs) there's never a perfect opportunity. And usually that not ready comes with a story. I'm not ready to sit on a couch and meditate for an hour every day. I'm not ready to practice this or give up that. And it's like that to me is just lack of understanding. Well, I would say that you don't really know what it is you want yet. Mm -hmm. When you become clear on what it is you want, the experience you desire, you will be willing to give up certain things and take certain obvious action to get what you want. Yes, I agree. You may be in a place right now where you just don't think it's even possible to create what you want. So that's the first little hurdle we got to get by that it is possible. Right. Namely, because you see other people living lives that they love. Now, don't exactly. believe everything you see on Facebook and, you know, thank you all the glitz and the glamour because, and I want to touch on this too. A lot of people say, well, I just want a life with no problems and no challenges. And I just don't want that. I'm, I'm here to tell you, you would be bored out of your mind. You would not love a life that had no problems and no challenges. Because- I also don't know how we got raised to think that that there was something out there that was like this perfect, that life didn't come with challenges. That is a, what's the word? that is a bill of goods that got sold to us, I, I believe. And it just came up with my 11 year old granddaughter the other day. It's like, sweetheart, life's challenges. And we just, we meet them head on one, one at a time. And we learn. It's, it's the essential ingredient of the human experience. Mm-hmm. Why did you actually even take up residence in this vehicle, in this exactly. body? <laughs> you did it as this spirit being, let's call it. Yep. You took up residence in this physical body to have what? to have experiences. Exactly. Right. Whether they're bad experiences, amazingly good experiences, mediocre experiences. The truth is you get to choose what's next. That is, I think the most important message that of everything we've talked about today is what you've told the audience. You get to choose what's next. You, and and it's a reclaiming of that power. It's a bit, it's an awareness of even coming to realize that you do have the power of choice. Mm -hmm. Look, from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed at night, what are you doing? It's a series of choices. Mm -hmm. It's a series of decisions. And 95% of them are unconscious. The blueprint is in that unconscious program. Why you do what you do, how you do what you do. It's all in a blueprint. So just becoming aware of intention And the ability to choose what I would love to experience next, Mm -hmm. not better, just different. I get to choose it. And you reclaim that power in the present moment and become crystal clear, be able to imagine it in all four color, technicolor detail and the granular detail in that perfect week in this life that you say you're going to love, what's in it? What are you doing? Who are you doing it with? What are you wearing? What are you driving? What, where do you live? Like the details, yes. what is it really like? 
And the more you do that, the more you create, let's call it the tiny habit of beginning that. Yep. And, and uh, I'll share a website with you where you can create a morning rituals, a free download on there where Thank that's you. where it starts. That that's where it starts is desiring something different, consciously desiring something different, knowing that the way it is now is just the way it is now. And I can create anything, anything that I can imagine. Excellent. Share that website because I was going to ask you about your website. I was on it last night and there's some, there's a great three video series there that all links to a YouTube channel. And uh, that is just fantastic content. And I really encourage people to go visit that. So what is your main website? Oh, I appreciate that. It's dreamlifemasters.com. Dreamlifemasters in- with an S. Well, just dreamlifemasters.com. And there's some resources on there. Excellent. You can, like, like if this conversation has resonated with you, you know, take the obvious action and do something about it. Absolutely. It'll all be in the show notes to my audience. They all know that. And uh, click on that link, guys. I, I embed it in the website, okay? So that mm-hmm. it's no, you're not even having to cut and paste. I embed it. Click on it. Go check out a couple of the videos. We have guests on the show to bring you information and knowledge to create a better life. Willpower will only take us so far, so far, and then you better have a plan. And it's guests like this that give us a plan. What was the other website you wanted to share? Oh, sorry. What what was your? No, there's um, on there, there's an opportunity to join another webinar where I go into this information deeper, you know, because my intention is to educate. My intention is to say, look, there is another way to move through your life in your consciousness and your thinking. And it's not going to be difficult. It's not laborious. It's not, you know, this unbelievable task that you can do. You can do it. Okay. It is possible for you to create the life that you love. And I I just want to implant that seed. It's possible. You can do it now. You are ready to do it now. It's just a choice. Mm -hmm. You just, you just choose it. You just choose it. Look, I, I want something different. Yes. And I'm going to give you the practical steps to do it because knowledge is great. You can read all the books mm-hmm. and a lot of times there are amazing books out there, but you're left at the end of the book sometimes. Okay. What do I do with that information? That's right. Where do I start? Even people are so lost. So I'm going to give you the baby steps to start, even okay. if it's just five minutes a day. And I'm going to suggest this. If you can't do five minutes a day, then you really don't want something different. I always make the joke that if you can't do five minutes a day, you probably need five hours. But yes, you're right. You don't want it bad enough. So then, you know what? If you're living in your victim and and you're complaining and you've attracted a group of friends around you that you love to do that on a Friday night over wine, there's nothing you and I are going to be able to do to stop that. But for those that that are- reality. That is the reality your identity has chosen. That's right. Okay. And you're choosing it over and over and over again. And you may desire something different, but remember, if the identity doesn't shift, you're going to get snapped right back back, right back to that identity. Right. The whole trick in creation is that the identity just needs to move a little bit so that the creation changes. The identity moves a little bit more, the creation changes. The identity moves a little bit more, the creation changes. This is how you create the life that you love. And again, everybody says, well, how soon, how long is it going to take me? It'll happen as soon as possible. Okay. You take the obvious action. You start with some of the baby tiny steps. Mm -hmm. You start putting true choices in front of yourself on purpose. You start informing your super conscious as to what your desire is, what you'd love, what that perfect average week looks like. And super conscious starts going to work. 
in actually bringing that to you magically, mystically. You don't need to know the details. You don't need to how it's going to show up. You just need to know what you want. Perfect. I love that. You don't need to know how I started seeing a new doctor. And the first thing he sat me down, he says, do you need to know what's wrong? Are you at that point that you can let that go? Because I've been dealing with some chronic pain. I'm like, no, I don't need to know. He goes, then we're going to work. And I was like, oh, see, he's at, he's an energetic healer and, as well as a chiropractor. And he's like, I just need your acceptance that we're going to move through this. And your A-type personality is not going to keep asking why, how come, what's wrong? What happened there? <laughs> it's just, we're just going to live it. Thank you so much for everything you've brought to the audience today. If you had one thing you wanted to leave uh, us with, what would it be? Even if it's just a repeat or a reminder, what would you like someone to, when they're closing off this podcast to say that's stuck? Yes. What I would like everybody listening to know and understand deeply is that whatever it is you desire is possible. You can have anything that you want. You just can't have everything at once. Okay. So you have to choose. It is that the power that you have is in your power to choose. So choose clearly take some time to really take that obvious action step and determine what it is that you would truly love to experience. And I use the word love on purpose. Okay. It's something you would love to experience. And we've not been taught to get into that space. So that True. that's where it starts. What would you really love to create? If you could create anything that you wanted right now, what would it be? Start there, work on that answer. All righty. Gunther, thank you so much for being on the show today. We also appreciate it. I'll have all of your contacts in the show notes. And if any, again, I repeat this again, if this resonated with you, take action. Mm -hmm. The help is there. His website is full of great resources. Take action. Have a great day, everyone. And I'll catch you on the flip side.